0: F I Backstage Stories All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another fantastic episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. Our special guest today is Moritz Batshader. Say hi, Mo. Hey, hey.
1: I'm not that special to be honest.
0: And as always, I'm your host Jordan Prince from right here in Munich. All right, play the song, <laughs> dude. I I I would love to um, talk about one topic. I just thought about it earlier. Birthdays in quarantine, um, or at least how the how the you know how the restrictions have have loosened up quite a lot here in Germany. But um, you know. You, you you okay let's do this actually everybody Moritz Barscheider, earlier this week or was it last week it was sunday so last week it was sunday it was sunday just had a beautiful birthday amongst amongst this strange world he is now the ripe young age of 22 so happy birthday mo i wish i could have celebrated it with you
1: i wish we we could have done that We celebrated um, a great birthday or great birthdays last year. We get to do that at some other point, but thanks, mate.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Why don't you tell us, um, you know, as much as you want, but a little bit about how you how you celebrated.
1: So I guess I I'm not representative for regarding how I celebrate my birthday for most people during um, Corona crisis. Because I was lucky enough to have um, a flatmate who spends his whole summer on an on a, in an in a hut. I don't I don't know how to explain the whole thing in English. It's like basically like a like a little farm up in the Alps where all the farmers from from around the area bring their their cattle to spend the summer there and to to feed off the, the nice herbs and grass that grows up there in the Alps. Um, and he spends his whole summer there and he hooked me up. Hey, why don't you come, you, your girlfriend come over. There's nobody here besides me. We have contact anyway. (laughs) So let's celebrate only the three of us out there, no internet. Um, there is electricity, (laughs) but you're completely out of civilization. And it was great great scenery, mountains around you. We got absolutely hammered, had a great time, great conversations, just enjoying a nice weekend on this hut out of civilization. So I guess I've been pretty lucky regarding on how to, how the possibilities were to celebrate my birthday.
0: Oh man, that sounds really nice though. That sounds really pretty. It has been, yes. Like it sounds, it sounds like, you know, like, you know, despite the... Way, despite the ways that you probably wish you could have done it, or like maybe invited, uh, you know, all your friends or you know whatever, but like given the circumstances, I think it sounds really, really cool.
1: Yeah, it's, and I realized that pretty quickly how how special this is during this situation or in this situation, and it was great. But yeah, obviously you wish you could have your your party with with more of your friends, etc. But I guess there will be a yeah. time when we. <laughs> Can't celebrate parties like this again. I'm still full of hope.
0: You know, like here's yeah. Well, like, here's the thing here's the the thing I was thinking about too. I mean, it's a little bit selfish, but this year, uh, I turned thirty. And that's that's a you know, a pretty huge milestone for most people. Is it for you? Um no matter where you live. Huh?
1: Is it a big big thing for you? A big milestone? Like is,
0: you know, sometimes I wonder if it's um like actually a big milestone for me, or if I think it's a big milestone because I've been told that it is my whole life by so many people. Um, but I think it, I think it should be kind of an important birthday because, you know, it's like, I I don't want to think of it as, uh, like the death of the, of your youth in a way, like, you know, the people say the twenties is like the greatest decade of your whole life. And so far I would have to completely agree, <laughs> but, um, I've loved my twenties and, uh, but, but I don't think that like turning 30 necessarily means that yes, of course you have to, you you know, you're getting to an age in general where, you know, your life settles down a bit more. You, you probably, um, you know, you're getting closer to the concept of getting married and having children and, you know, if you want these things and, Um, you know, you're doing more, um, you know, what I would consider more adult themed, uh, things, which is like, when you want to hang out, you schedule it in advance or you, uh, you know, you work, um, or, or you think about like your, your taxes or you're, you're thinking about like, um, you know, your insurance or your, or your, your voting or even though you should always, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like you should be doing that already. But in my head, I feel like I was always an extremely late bloomer with this kind of um, this kind, this way of thinking, you know, like being an adult. And I wonder if um, like getting to 30 will be, or maybe it should be like a, like a line I draw for myself where it's like, okay, you can still be Jordan. You can still be silly and make fun of everything, but maybe there were responsibilities that you were um, putting off in your twenties, you can't really put those off anymore. So I think it's, I think it's important, but I I don't think of it as much as um, like the end of an era, but more of like the beginning of a fresh one, you know, going into adulthood is kind of, um, kind of its own really big adventure. And it's funny to think that going into 30 is like the new era of adulthood when, you know, just a few decades ago, like when you turned 18 or something, that was it. That was like I, I don't th- I don't think being 18 means adulthood really anymore. Or what do you think? I don't know. You're you're closer to that than I am now.
1: I always considered does mean, myself Does that make
0: sense? to. it <laughs> I always you know I mean?
1: considered myself pretty weird <laughs> regarding all those things which um, might relate to the fact that I always hung out mostly with people who are older than me. Basically like you. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. So I got confronted with many stuff um, from an older point of view early on, since I was, I don't know, 14, 13, 14, because many of my friends were basically three to seven, eight years older, whatever. Um, and sometimes I think because of the, the situation I'm in, mean, job wise, et cetera, um, I had moments where I was like because I have to to think about things like at a, at an age of 22 now um like taxes uh, etc stuff you mentioned maybe let's take out the part uh, about about family cetera. that's not 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 a point for me now but all the <laughs> most of the other adult, adult stuff like taxes insurances whatever um and I I find myself in situations where I think like, why do I have to do this? I'm 22. Can I just, can I just do this 10 years later? Um,
0: Right. Or like, can't mom and dad keep doing this? (laughs)
1: Um, But then I guess, no, it's your life. You want to be an adult. So just get your shit together. And I think many people live through phases like this at many, many different um, or varying points in their life because i know people who lived their life <laughs> like they were 18 until they're 35 and i know people that want or have to live a super adult life as we may consider it from an age of 22 on
0: yeah that's totally true it's it's 100 it's about how you're raised and your your circumstances and your perspective and your ideology and your religion and your wealth and your class and the loc- location that you're born and stuff, it, it, it all contributes so much to that. And it's, I don't know. I feel like getting to 30 for me is this, this threshold kind of, of, am I going to continue being um, a total child who pretends very well that he's an adult Or do I want to actually cross that, you know, cross that border and like actually be an adult person who can be childish? It's, it's like such a fine line, but it is an important distinction. And I think, you know, certain friends and of course, Efi and stuff have really, have really helped me in the past few years, see that difference and to try and be the try and be the better adult person, but you know, because there are times when you have to step up your game and like be present and be, be that person for your partner or for your friends or for your family. And it was always very easy for me to, um to play the role when it was needed, but to not take it seriously or to not let it like to not let it sink in and become that thing and believe in that thing, but more to step into like a character's costume and like be that thing because I want to help somebody, but then step right back out of it, you know? And maybe, maybe around 30 is like kind of that, that choice in a way, which is funny because I mean, my parents, um, they've, you know, I I think they had to be adults a long time, like a long time before I would have before. I mean, for example, my, my parents got married when my mom was 19 and my dad was 21. And if I think about um, where I was when I was 21 or even, I mean, 19 at all, uh, I was mentally nowhere near that kind of mentality. You know, I had just moved. um, You know, I was like, I was going to college in new Orleans and I was, experimenting and trying to meet people and, um, wanting to travel and take, you know, taking road trips and staying up late and, you know, trying to do well in school and stuff and like experiencing college in this really great way. And I've, I could never have imagined, um, having that sort of, I think it's a very mature choice, but also at the same time could have been too early for them. I'm not sure. But I can't imagine doing that now.
1: Maybe puts, puts much pressure on, on people at a very yeah, early point. Yeah, absolutely.
0: You know, my mom tells me stories um, about my dad's sort of rebellious uh, behavior those first few years of marriage before they had my brother. And I can totally see why. I mean, he was a kid, you know, and she, she needed him to be this like adult person that he is now, but at 21 and you know, he maybe, maybe by marrying her made, made a promise in a a sense that he would be that adult for her, but he just wasn't at the time. And I I mean, I know that I still struggle with this idea going into 30. Imagine like being 21 and being married and you're like trying to get a house and you're, you know, working in a factory and thinking about kids. Like, man, it was just such a different time.
1: Yeah, of course. But I, I have the same thoughts because my mom was 21 when, when she got me. And my dad was 24 and my dad was, I guess, 26 when he had to take over my, my grandfather's business. Oh, wow. And that's also a complete different situation. I could not imagine myself being in at the moment.
0: No, no. I mean, imagine, imagine like, you know, you had to make a decision this week about, um, like you know, the person you're dating making like drawing a line and saying, um, you know, there's, there's like a pregnancy involved. You have to make a decision about, or, um, they want to get married or they don't want to be together or, um, you know, your, your job picks, a makes, um, a, a decision about, you know, your career maybe s- suggesting you to a position that's much higher than one that you feel ready for. But if you don't take it, you think that, you know, maybe they'll think you're not ready for the, anything. You know, like just these these huge, these huge choices. I guess there. Well, if you think of it like that, there really isn't a a right age. You know, there, there's there's never like an age you get to where you're like, oh, now I know how to handle all of the things. <laughs>
1: you know, dude, does I in my opinion, there's not a the right age for anything.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. It's it's either you you want it and you're afraid and you take the risk, or you. Or you don't, basically.
1: Yeah, and I think it's it's basically just a, such a ridiculous thing to think about. Which are the parameters many people or different societies um, link uh, expectations to a certain behavior or to a certain um, kind of level of. Adultness or whatever, you know what I mean. So when you when you think about different cultures, and I'm, I mean there have been cultures or are cultures where you shh, where you're considered an adult from an age f- from 15 on or whatever, <laughs> because you have to to be and f- fulfill your role within this this society. And in in Western civilizations, it's 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 another thing. And the, for me, growing up, and it's still a process for me. <laughs> becoming an adult, I guess, um, even if I have to handle most of my everyday life in an adult uh, in adult circumstances or surroundings or whatever. But for me, growing up is mostly about <laughs> realizing on how ridiculous many things are you th- think of as a child are super complicated and, um, so adult and whatever. And you get to a point, I have this basically like every week, I don't know, I have to, to think about a new insurance or whatever. And it's like, first in my head, it's a big thing. You're like, Oh, I have never done this before and I realize, okay, you're a pretty young guy. I realized that, realize that again. And then I do those things and I think like, okay, and that is what it's all about, <laughs>
0: Yeah. Right. Like this, 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 I
1: I thought about this as a big thing. And in the end, it's just like a basic decision. You could, you could be in at any kind of age with
0: 21 or 40. And I, it doesn't make that huge of a difference. A a lot of these, I think a lot of these big companies that, um, end up scaring people, um, away is just, you know, it it also, it always boils down to, um, they want money. (laughs) You know, and a, like every everything you encounter from the moment that you start paying your your own way is uh, you realize that everything wants money and you want money and you're totally um, trapped by that system and you want to, you know, live a certain way. And you it's just you, these grandiose sort of structures that you think your parents only know how to do when you're young, you're like, wow, they, they have a home and they, you know, they have, I don't know, a car or two or, you know, whatever, like, you know, when you get old enough to appreciate the world you have, of course, you know, again, you and I are are both lucky in, in this case, but to, to, when you get to a certain point where you realize, um, what your parents have set up, like the way they've done it, um, kind of feels like only they could do it or like only, only adults can do that. And then it's funny how you get in your twenties and like all of a sudden these structures that they've always supported you with start coming after you. And it's like you said, you know, it's like you look at an insurance form or in my case, like, um, I don't know, immigration forms or, um, things with my bank, you know, and you, you think like, Oh my God you finish it and you're kind of exhausted or maybe you're, maybe it was easy or maybe you're stressed out, but then you just think that's it. Like that guy f- wants, you know, wants 1%, you know, this person wants my money. That's kind of what it comes down to. And like, um, doesn't make it easy at all. In fact, it's often very complicated for no reason. But, um, I don't know, man, like, it's funny, but you think you're, when you're a kid, you just think your parents are kind of superheroes or that they're geniuses or something, but they're, they probably also just struggled and tried the hard way.
1: Obviously. Yeah, for sure. And for me, money is the most ridiculous parameter about whether you co- consider someone adult or not or whatever, because oh God, yeah. this now might sound a little bit weird, but, um, with many people, in, in my surrounding might be job-wise or, I don't know, friends, many different people who are maybe like, <clears throat> I don't know, people that are 10 years older than me or 15 years older. And um, I have longer conversations with them. And I th- afterwards I, I reflect about it and I think, okay, what, what makes this person different from me being 15 years older? And obviously in... In many situations, like jobs, etc., you often you have situations where you listen to someone ten years older than you, and you hear, okay, one factor is that he basically got ten years more of experience in this job. But you can always break that down to to to, to situations because this does not mean this person has more experience in I don't know paragliding, whatever or a- right, anything else. Right.
0: Just because just to, they're to, older to doesn't com- mean that they're just better at all things. Exactly. And,
1: and when I think about the situations, you have those few factors where you realize, okay, I see this person has more experience because they're older, but mostly I get to one factor and that is money. Because often those are people <laughs> who've worked longer or worked work themselves to a, to a certain level and those are people who are thinking, I'm talking to a, to a colleague of mine who's 15 years older. He tells me they're thinking about buying a house and that's something I could basically not imagine. Same. So 100% one thing same. that, that defers many, many people, many adult people is just the budget because I think, okay, that's a difference. Maybe I'm at this point in 15 years and I also think about these things of buying a car or whatever. And then I'm like, okay, but it could also be that I will not earn <laughs> that more money when I'm 35 or 40 and it's still not a thing for me so money for me is the most ridiculous parameter to to link
0: to adulthood or whatever yeah absolutely you know I have a really I have this totally naive thought that even as we're discussing this I know it sounds dumb and I know that it's wrong but for some reason I still can't get it out of my head and that's that's very similar to what you just said which is like I have this really dumb notion in my head that people that are older than me, at least by 10 years, and even better if they're older than that, that people of of that age just have more money. (laughs) Yeah. You know, even if they, like, I have friends who work in music, who work in film, or who work in, like, more, um, you know, non-artistic industries who are, you know, 15 10, 15, 20 years older than me. And like some of them, I know, I know a couple of them, you know, of course make a little bit more money than me based on like, you know, a few more years of experience, but it's not as if they have like a lot of disposable income after paying their bills. Like, but still it's so like, I see how these friends live and I talk to them a lot and I know um, what their life is like. And still I'm so dumb. Still, I can't get it out of my head that like oh if i really think about it they they're like better off because they're older and like it's just this dumb idea that one day you'll get older and then your job will just pay more it's so wrong it's so naive and i know it's not true
1: it's just because and and then you think about okay but do i consider them um like more adult because they have money and I wish that I will be in the same situation in 15 years or is this not the fact and I just do it because my society I live in does it because just because you consider someone more adult because he's thinking about a family and having a house because he has the budget doesn't necessarily say, okay, I have to, to, to,
0: I have to achieve the same things. Right. Or I w- even want that. Yeah. Do I even want that? Yeah. You see what you see what your older friends do, and you see the path they take, and you it's it's so funny. Like we we fall into these patterns of expectation, and you kind of assume that what they're doing is the thing that you will definitely be doing, but it could all change any day. But we keep following it. It's kind of funny. Like I guess it boils down to. I mean, this also kind of spreads into a more more difficult topic in a way, but just like human nature and, and human needs. And it's funny that, you know, the majority of people, um, when, as they get older, they, you know, they want to, um, they want to have a family, you know, they want to spread their genetics and they, um, not to get too Joe Rogan on anybody here, but you know, they, these, these, uh, these animals want to spread their cells and, and, you know, survive and, you know, you want to have shelter and you want to be able to feed your children so they can grow up and they can have children. And that's not, of course, that's not for everybody, especially nowadays. Like, especially nowadays, I think that line is very blurry about what people really want and what they, how they define themselves. And I think that's going to make for a very interesting world in and, in you know, the next generation or two. Um, but in general, that's the, you know, the kind of traditional pattern. And you see people doing it and then you see yourself following in a path behind them. That's very similar, but just, you know, it's funny. Like you see them do it and you kind of subconsciously think that's the right way. They must be making more money they're, they're so adult that they can, they have a bigger house and they have, you know, one kid, two kids, whatever. And you, it's funny, this th- thing in your head of like, that's what you're supposed to do. And they must be doing it right. And they seem happy. And, but it, it doesn't mean that that has to be your path. And it doesn't mean that that's the way, even if you want it, that doesn't mean that's going to work out that way. And I think I, I know I forget that all the time. Yeah. And for me, it's super important to,
1: to make a difference at some point, because I know when I deeply ask myself, I know for me that at some point I want to have a family. Um. Yeah. And just to be clear, just to be clear. I do too. Just, just, you know? but, but basically, But, and I, I, know it's within us as animals, but even when I deeply think about what I like or what my plans are, this is one of them just because I, I, I want to, that maybe has something to do with the fact that I absolutely love children because I grew up with very younger siblings or siblings that are (laughs) years younger than me, um, but that still doesn't mean that I, when I talk to someone who lives in this situation, who has a happy family or, or whatever, um, makes it how to say that makes it interesting for me to 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 achieve the same things he or she did, because we have one thing in common that I want to have, and this person already has. But you still have so many other things, like okay, but do I want to live it this way because it is linked to a certain job or a certain mindset or whatever. So it's just, we just share the, the, the fact that we both like having a family and it's still interesting to listen to those people. Or It's not just maybe <clears throat> families, even, I don't know, in, your situation, or maybe also mine, regarding our interests, listening to an older, maybe successful musician is super interesting because you can learn um, things totally. from him. Totally. But, um, and that's the same thing. But it's just one interest. It doesn't mean <laughs> just because you're listening listening to Keith Richards because he's an amazing uh, musician doesn't mean you also have to agree with his lifestyle and his his drug habits or whatever of course, yeah totally of course, not of course. and that's the same thing for me when i so basically i find it often more interesting to talk to people who are older than me let's say from a from 30 on could be i don't know a person being 35 or a person being 57 whatever it's i find it more interesting to talk to people who do things i could never imagine to do
0: like what for example
1: like people having a job i could never imagine to work in for 30 years like they did or do or living in a certain kind of relationship or living in a certain place or whatever just for me it's get interesting where where interests interests um like
0: like it, it's, like it's, see, it's like it's interesting for you to see it's interesting for you to see friends of yours who are older living a path that you don't want to live? Yeah. 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 Like,
1: like let, let, let's say, um, it's more interesting for me to talk um, to someone like, we already have, like, like Mark, who is, I guess, 46 or 47 now, and who's a drummer and who works in a music store. Forty eyes, 40, 43, 43. 43. Sorry, Mark, <laughs> and works yeah. in no no no, no works but in a not. music store, <laughs> and has his story and and his life, and we don't have to, to go too much too much into detail. But the first um, point we we are different. I could never imagine working in a in a music store. This is not meant that's disrespectful or something, but it's just say selling anything. It just would not be my my thing, right? Yeah. And sometimes it's more interesting for me to talking to people like this who do something completely else and have completely different interests than, I don't know, talking to someone who's a journalist and who maybe has this one job I could imagine or would love to have in 10 years. Because I could still learn from, from this kind of person a lot of things regarding my profession, but you you're still stuck in your bubble and those people who do what you already imagine to do are always repeat the same things and you hear the same things over and over and over and i guess at some point it gets it gets boring so for me it's super interesting to to listen to to people who have a complete different mindset who have a job i could never imagine to do or whatever
0: i would say that's a very good point i think it's like if you're trying to l- learn you know, for yourself, what kind of path you want to take and what kind of life you want to live that, you know, there's no better um, way to gain that knowledge or that wisdom than to just ask, either befriend or ask people who are older than you who work in a variety of different fields and hear about their, um, you know, their successes and things they're, they're proud of. And to also um, hear about their failures and things they regret and things that they wish they would have learned. And I think that's a really good point. You know, you know, this whole kind of fear threshold thing of crossing into 30, I probably, well, it's not even really fear. It's, you know I mean? Like, well, that's not the point. The point is just, I, I'm very thankful for these, this handful of friends who are uh, in their forties because I've had so many questions along the way, especially since I've moved here about how certain things work, you know, not just, um, bureaucracy or, you know, the nitty gritty of like certain kinds of musical contracts. And and though I have had to ask these kinds of friends over and over how these things work, but, um, but also asking, you know, I, I also want a family and I also, you know, got married. And I think about, you know, how many times I've discussed, um, with these people, you know, my you know my you know at the time like you know doubts or concerns or my excitement or whatever with like bigger life decisions and how they've all you know maybe on certain topics had the same sort of um response to it or they had very very different ones and it's interesting to see like okay maybe this friend um, had a relationship for a long time and maybe it didn't work and maybe it was about children or maybe it was about money and what they would have changed or if they would have changed anything and what I can learn from that as opposed to, you know, another friend who um, uh, works in music, makes a comfortable living. How do they do it? Do they really enjoy the this department of the music industry that they're working in? Do they wish they would have been like, you know, on the road, for example, or, you know, are they happy with the family and the, the, the world that they've built around themselves? And, you know, this, this balance of, you know, okay, there's, there's these different ways that I could take it and which one appeals to me more. And I I think it's, it helps you define for yourself a, a clearer picture of your own future and it's kind of like you're, you know, painting a painting on a canvas, the future that you want, and the best kind of paint, the finest paint you can use comes from the, your older friends who ha- who are come in a variety of different colors.
1: Yeah, and that's the point. I I, I did not want to say you you should not listen to to older people who want to help you with something
0: or tell you something because they no no I was saying you had the you, you said that I think you, yeah. I think you said the, yeah. the right thing like you that you should talk yeah. to them
1: but that, but that's the part because um, I am very thankful when people um, like like my parents or whoever just help me out or um, answer my questions to a, um, different uh, to, to a certain topic that comes along my way I have not been um, I not had to handle before or situations or whatever, um, but that does not mean I have to 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 live the same way that has led those people to their point of happiness, success, whatever. And that's something where I learn more from people where I'll um, who I listen to who can help me in a <laughs> in a in a um, in a certain situation, but and, but where, where it's clear for me, okay, besides that, I know I don't want to be like them in this point and at this point and this point and to, to, um, to leave that out.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, um, because I, I think you can learn something, something from any person you meet. May it be one little fact about something or a little help here
0: or a year long good relationship. I think one thing for sure about getting older is that you find out more easily and more quickly what kind of people you want to surround yourself with. I think throughout college and, you know, when I was younger and stuff, I, I would, and I, you know, I still do this sometimes, but I just wanted to be a people pleaser and I wanted everyone to like me and I wanted to kind of be able to be friends with everyone and make everyone smile and invite, you know, like multitudes of people to the same event and hope that they can mingle together and stuff. And, you know, it didn't always work out. And sometimes that, that sort of idea of, um, of mingling with, you know, lots of different kinds of people could even backfire because maybe I would, see the good in one person, but know that there's something not quite right, but then try and include them with something and it would clash with another person who I'm closer to or something. You know, there's just a million ways it could have not worked out the best way. And something that I see, especially, you know, moving here was kind of a big fresh start and I had a clean slate and I was able to decide from the beginning pretty much what kind of friends I wanted to have around me. And, um, I would say even though living here, my, close circle of people is definitely smaller than the circle I had in New Orleans. I would say that the bonds um, are are pretty strong. And I, I can tell pretty quickly when I meet new people through music or through, you know, day jobs or whatever, that I can like people and I can enjoy their company, but there's something buried deep in my head that tells me, Just if I, if I know that I want them to be a part of my, really my close circle of like consistent contact. And I don't know what that is. I don't know what that, how that defines them or how that defines me or whatever. But I think that's something that for sure gets more clear, um, as you, as you get older, you know, you, you see the precious years of your life ahead of you. You see this, you know, we just talked about like taking on adulthood and, you know, potential for family or bigger job opportunities or something. And you see like the importance of having the right people around you when things go bad, especially. And when things go right, you want to have like the right people there to help that energy flow around you the way that you want it to, you know? And, uh, that's for sure something that I've become aware of.
1: Yeah. But I, I can, um, completely refer. I, I, always had this i also wanted to be a how did you call it people pleaser (laughs) and i i yeah yeah sometimes i still still find this this habit with me um but yeah but it's something you 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 get more and more away of and that's not a bad thing because you still want to please people but um people that also have an interest in (laughs) pleasing you (laughs)
0: Yeah, that can also be the case for sure. I mean, maybe, yeah, you know, people pleasers meeting people pleasers. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think this is a really, this is an interesting thing for me now as I, as I cross that, you know, I mean, it's later this year too. It's in, um, in November and I'm also curious. Maybe
1: we can have a party then. That's what I'm thinking about.
0: That's what I was thinking about How, how, you know, it's funny, um, Earlier this year, I had this big idea in my head of, um, you know, renting out this huge space and I wanted to get like, or or finding a space that had, um, kind of reminds me of an American skating rink, Uh um, that I used to go to as a teenager that would have like, you know, a pinball machine, a pool table, air hockey, um, table tennis, kicker, like these varieties of small games and just like an open bar. I think that would be so much fun. Oh yes. And, uh, and I thought about that. And then, you know, when everything shut down, I was like, man, and I had so many friends. Um, I had a, one friend who, who had a 30th when things were really bad, like in March. And I felt so bad for him. Cause I thought, man, this is such a big, a big birthday. And, uh, I mean, we, we tried to make it special and we, we did like a, you know, from his front door kind of distanced, um, you know, singing for him and stuff. But, um, it wasn't the same, of course, he wanted to have this huge, this huge event with lots of people. I'm curious too, if I, if I have to reevaluate how I, how I do it, but that's definitely the, the least of the problems for sure.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There, there might be bigger problems, but I, I think think anyway, we'll find a way to at some point, um, celebrate your celebrate your birthday in a proper way oh
0: yeah 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 for sure that's not even on my not even on my thoughts right now at all but um but this is yeah this is really I think this is really interesting like how you how you view adulthood as a as a younger person and like what becomes what like fantasies get shattered of it as you get older and what things you realize are just um paperwork of people wanting money (laughs) in a sense
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, interesting topic. But you said um, that one thing is not on your on your thought that thoughts at the moment. But what is it in your thoughts at the moment? What What are you? What have you been thinking about recently?
0: Um, well, I guess actually the the main thing is that you know at the end of this month on May 29th, um, So I recorded this this new album, and I, I've talked about it on here before. But I have a, a new song called "The Crooked Rail," and it's gonna drop um, with through Pop Up Records everywhere, like for digital um, streaming. And actually, you there's a link on my uh, Instagram and Facebook and stuff, and you can actually go um, and pre-save the song to a playlist or on Apple Music or Deezer or whatever, and have it like pop up immediately on your, um, on your playlist the day that it, the day that it comes out. So I've just been thinking about the, um, I had, I had to like, uh, organize the artwork for the photo and, um, communicate with the, with the label about, um, with the distributors about, um, how we go about, you know, marketing everything and what the plan is and stuff. And, and we're finishing this, music video. Um, we shot a bunch of stuff. We actually had this, a lot of really, really cool submissions from, from, from friends and from strangers, uh, who sent in, um, we, we had asked that people film a green screen in their house or in their garden or something like on a TV or on a laptop, they, they film it. And then, um, we shot some footage already that we would put on that green screen. And, um, Right now, what we're doing is <clears throat> like rendering all that footage so that we can put the stuff on the screens and then we cut it together with this other footage that we, that we shot for that, for that video. So that, that will also come out on May 29th. So that, that's that been the main, like the main thing the last, uh, couple of weeks or so.
1: I believe that.
0: Yeah. It's a lot of, it's a lot of and things. It's gonna,
1: I, I, because I already know the song and I can tell you
0: it's going to be great. <laughs> I got the Moritz-Batscheide stamp of approval.
1: Yeah, maybe I can I can, I can can order some stickers. Oh, yeah. Scooter Mo approved.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe if we do an episode, um, I think we'll have an episode that week. Maybe we can even do like a little um, sneak peek or something.
1: Maybe we could do, um, I mean, May 29th is obviously on Friday. So we'll bring out an episode May 28th anyway yeah it's next week basically
0: yeah yeah that's right so maybe we could yeah oh man it's already next week yes the end's friday next week so maybe the next episode i could put like a a little surprise um yeah maybe like a link like a private link to a clip of it or we could even just put a clip in the episode maybe at the end
1: yeah we could definitely do that
0: but, um, did,
1: but did, did, I, I guess that's something we should plan off,
0: Mike, yeah, <laughs> so it doesn't get too obvious, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like the, behind the scenes um did but did you tell me before that you have to go at six?
1: um, no, at seven, so I think, oh, I thought you wrote six if you if you if you um if you feel the need to to talk longer, we can do that
0: I mean normally i would I would love to, but I think I should also probably. Call it on this one. Easy. Is it cool for you? Super cool for me. I think we I think we dived <laughs> deep enough for people to uh, have something to think about. Is it, is it cool about.
1: for our, our listeners? That's that's one thing we could ask them. Maybe we'll, what, we'll get an answer.
0: What do, what do you guys think? Oh, man, terrible language. What is the so ideal
1: artsy fartsy immigrants backstage story length?
0: Oh, that'd be a cool one. How about we get, try and get a prompt from people who listen? So if 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 you really yeah. want to, I mean, I don't know how many people are gonna hear this one, but um if there's like a topic um that inspired you from this episode or from any of the last ones that you want to dive us to dive deeper on, um send us a message on Instagram or uh, an email to um podcast at m nine four five dot DE. And as always, um thank you so much for listening and if you like this show please go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. Please give us um, a good rating. It helps uh, new listeners find us much easier or a comment or just a sharing or even just telling your friend because word of mouth is still a very powerful tool. So thank you very much.
1: Yes. Have a great evening. All right. Have a great holiday tomorrow. All right, guys.
0: Yes. And if you're in Germany, have a great holiday tomorrow. And uh, all right, Mo, it was a pleasure. As always, here next week.
1: Farsi Farsi Immigrants, ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Bartscheider, produziert für M945.